Thank you for joining us on our podcast for Faith Center Church. We hope today's message builds you up and brings you hope right where you're at. Hope you enjoyed the message. Real quickly before we get into the word, have you had a good day? I want to just tell you, I had a good day. Jaden had to go to Oklahoma City today, and he came back, got home about 5 o'clock, and the brother brought me some chips and guacamole from Chipotle. Oh, my goodness. So I was like, son, Lord bless you. You are the man. And that's what I had for dinner, and I loved it. Oh, my goodness. Didn't have, let Cammy have none of it. I was like, no, this is mine. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. She got to enjoy it, too, but... <laughs> Whew, that was my dinner, and it was, it was really good, really good. All right, I want to ask you, let's get right into this. Let's, I'm going to ask you, if you would, to turn with me, if you have your Bible or your smartphone, however you get there. Daniel chapter 6, we're going to go to the Old Testament for just a, a few minutes, and we'll go to a couple of other places. But I just want to share with you what I believe may be our final sermon in this series on moving forward. I have really enjoyed, with the Lord's help, ministering this series on on just a word that I felt that he dropped in my heart for us as a church, that now is the time for us to be moving forward, to just continue to move forward in our faith and, and as we grow and we develop in him. And we've learned some keys to moving forward. We talked about confidence. We have to We have to have confidence in our God to move forward. And we talked about that. And then the last time I ministered, we talked about the importance of clarity. In fact, I did two different messages on clarity, on just simply having understanding and insight that comes from God's word. We cannot move forward without clarity, without his understanding that comes from his word as we study and meditate on his word, as we hear the word of God. I'm so glad you've come tonight to hear the word of God and also by his spirit. His spirit brings understanding in our life. And so we looked at that and that's a very important aspect of uh, of us for us to move forward. And then tonight, we want to talk about another one that I believe is equally, if not more important than all of the other two. And that is the key of consistency. It's important for us, church, to understand the importance of moving forward. And we cannot truthfully move forward in, in, all, in all that God has for us during this time that we're living in. If we don't understand the importance of being consistent, being consistent. And so I want to just get into it uh, real quickly tonight. I won't, don't want to keep you long, but we're going to look at an example in the word, um, a man of God, a prophet of God, Daniel, who I believe is one in the word that shows us very beautifully and very clearly the importance of having a consistent lifestyle. So here we go. Daniel six, beginning in verse one. Are you ready? Well, that's two. Are you ready tonight? I know that you are. Here we go. Darius the Mede, which was the king during this time, decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces. And he appointed a high officer to rule over each province. The king also chose Daniel, there he is, and two others as administrators to supervise the high officers and protect the king's interest. Daniel soon proved himself more capable. Here's where I really really want you to hone in. It'll be up on the screen if you don't have a Bible. Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all of the other administrators and high officers. Because of Daniel's great ability, another translation says, because Daniel distinguished himself 
among all of the others. He set himself apart. And we're going to learn tonight what really set him apart from everybody else. But because of Daniel's great ability or that he set himself apart, he distinguished himself among all of the others. The king made plans to promote or place him over the entire empire. And another translation there that says, because he had great ability, that was an excellent spirit was in him. Another translation says he had an excellent spirit in him. I want to show you tonight, what was that excellent spirit? What did it look like? We're going to learn that tonight. A key church to you and I moving forward. I really hear that in my heart, church. We are moving forward with his help. And I'm excited about it. There's great things to look forward to in this time that we're living in. Verse 4, then the other administrators and high officers began searching for some fault in the way Daniel was handling government affairs. But they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn. In other words, there was, they could find no fault. There were some other administrators during this time worked alongside Daniel that did not like the fact that he was being promoted. How I mean, you know favor ain't fair all the time? And that, that's what was going on. They were, they were jealous of Daniel, and they wanted to try to find some dirt on Daniel so he wouldn't be elevated and promoted. But the Word of God says, because of his excellent spirit, they couldn't find nothing on him. No fault. I'll read it to you. And here's what it says. They tried to look for something, but he was, verse 4 at the end there, he was faithful. Always. Everybody say that with me. Always. Okay. He was faithful, comma, always responsible and completely trustworthy. Can I just stop right there and say, can I just be honest? In this time that we're living in, it is a little bit difficult. I'm not negative. I'm just preaching real. But isn't it true that it is a little bit difficult in this day and time that we live in to find somebody like Daniel that we could say of them, faithful, always responsible, and completely trustworthy. That was Daniel. So, verse 5, where I'm going to stop. So they concluded, our only chance of finding grounds for accusing Daniel will be in connection with the rules of his religion. So we're like, the only way we're going to find any dirt on him, it may have to be something to do with his religion and his God. Let's pray over this. Father in heaven, we thank you for tonight. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Father. For your people that have come tonight, those that are watching online, I pray now, Holy Spirit, that you minister your word to your people. And I thank you, Father, that we have ears to hear. I thank you, Lord, that you've already prepared in advance what you have for each one of us that will take home, Father, something that you speak into our heart, Father, as we understand the importance of being consistent in this Christian life, Father. And we can be consistent, we're going to learn tonight, because we serve a consistent God. You are consistent. And Lord, we do want to remember the people of Ukraine tonight. We've been praying for them. We continue to pray your peace, your protection. Father, we've been learning in our church that you said in your word, you are an ever-present help in time of trouble. And you are mighty to save. So we speak that over that region right now. We pray, Father, for those that are, that are uh, just going through a displacement and those that have lost loved ones. And we can't even begin to understand everything that's going on over there. But we do know this, that you understand. And you are there. You are an ever-present help in time of trouble. Bring comfort where comfort is needed. 
Father, bring, bring truth and righteousness where that is needed. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody said, Amen. Thank you for your prayers and your agreement there. Our heart goes out to those people. Uh, Daniel chapter 6, I just wanted to show you just a, a few things tonight with the Lord's help. First of all, we understand, we looked at it, we just read it, just some of the qualities that Daniel possessed. We looked at that and I read to you there that it said that he had an excellent spirit within him. And it said that he had set himself apart. He distinguished himself from everybody else. Now, when you look at Daniel's life, you understand his, in Daniel chapter 1, we understand that he was part of the group that were deported from Jerusalem to Babylon because of the king. Nebuchadnezzar came and held all of God's people captive. And as a result, they took some of the young men to be trained, to be groomed, and to be taught in order to work in their service. And Daniel and you know the other three, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were part of that group. But in Daniel, that's Daniel 1 and 2, the fiery furnace. You're familiar with that. But as we get further along in the story and we see even more of Daniel's life, Daniel chapter 6, now he has been promoted as a young man because of who he was, his excellent spirit. And here he is, the brother is standing before kings. Not only Nebuchadnezzar, but now he stands before the next king, Darius, what we just read from. And God has promoted him and God is using him even in this, watch this now, in this foreign land. These were pagan people, the Babylonians. But what I want you to see, and I want to just show you just how important the key of consistency is in our life. Because it's the key of consistent, consistency, church, I believe, is what set Daniel apart. Yes, the Bible says that these young men that they gathered up and took to Babylon, they were very good looking. They were the best of the best. If you read that story, you know what I'm talking about. But I really believe what set Daniel apart was not his looks. What set Daniel apart was not his education, although they were trained and they were being brought up and very well educated. That's also in his story. But for our purpose tonight, I want to show you in the word what really set Daniel apart. It was not that. It was his consistency. He was just consistent. And, and when I read that to you, he was faithful, always responsible, and completely trustworthy. Now, after they tried to pin him with, with, with something and they couldn't find anything, what they did, they had this idea, well, what we'll do? Those that were coming against Daniel, they said, here's what we'll do. We'll go to the king and we'll tell King Darius, hey, you are the man, and I, we believe you ought to make a decree or a law that the next 30 days, if anybody in this, in this place, in, this, in our land, prays to any other god besides you, you ought to throw them in a lion's den. So sure enough, they take that to the king. The king says, well, I am king. I am. Long story short, he makes that decree. And he says, the next 30 days, anybody who, pray, who prays to any other God besides me, you will be thrown into a fiery, or excuse me, a lion's den. Now watch this. When the word came back to, to the king, I'll show you what happened in verse 10. Let's go down to verse 10. After the, the king had made that law, but when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home, watch this, and knelt down as usual. There he is, just being consistent. That means he didn't pray occasionally. He prayed 
consistently. Knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with its windows open toward Jerusalem. Now watch this. I'm going somewhere. Stay with me. He prayed three times a day just as he had always done, giving thanks to God. Did you see that? He prayed to the Lord just as he had always done. Consistent. Consistent. Now, I want to say this because I hear what somebody might be thinking. Well, man, I've already I've already missed the mark because I was late to work this morning. I was, you know, I was I wasn't I wasn't at my best today. Well, let me just say this. There's a difference between being consistent and being perfect. I'm not talking about being perfect. I'm talking about being consistent. And here's what I felt the Lord just laid in on my heart to share with you tonight concerning these three keys that we've looked at. Confidence, clarity or understanding, and now consistency. I believe, church, that we grow in all three of those areas. We grow in our confidence in our God. We grow in our understanding and we grow in our consistency. So don't let the enemy lie to you and say, well, I've already messed up too much. I'm, I live a very inconsistent life. Well, just hear me tonight. That's why you're here. And that's why the Lord would bring you this word to encourage you to become more consistent in your everyday life. And this is not just applied to, to the things of God. It certainly does. But you know what? You, God wants us to be consistent in every area. Consistent on the job. You know what Daniel set him apart? He was just consistent. And I believe this. He had a consistent attitude. When you study, really, from Daniel 1 all the way down, when you study Daniel's life, the brother was consistent. You never see him lose his cool. You never see him complain. Come on. Because they were, like I said, they were brought over to Babylon, and they were forced to eat what the king wanted them to eat. They were being trained, and they were being uh, 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 uh brought up a different way that he was used to, Babylonian way. He never complained. In fact, when you see his conversations with the king, he's always very respectful. When he addresses the king, again, a pagan king, a lost king, very respectful with the way that he addresses the king. You know what? That just tells me he had a very consistent Lifestyle, a very consistent attitude. Do you know, I believe, church, that attitude trumps uh, uh, gifts all day long. If you were to look at some of the big companies today, the Fortune 500 companies, those that are, those that are hiring millennials today, do you want to know what they're, I've just looked at this, you know what they're looking for? They're not really looking for talent. They can develop talent. They're not really looking for the most gifted. They can develop the gift. You know what they're looking for today? Attitude. Show up every day and show up every day with a good attitude. The way you treat other people. Are you teachable? Can, 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 can you be taught? Can you humble yourself and be teachable? That's the that's attitude. And that was Daniel. He didn't go in there throwing his weight around. He just went in there and he was just consistent. And he was consistent, church. Listen to this. In a culture that was very inconsistent. And you know, I believe that's even parallels the times that we're living in today. See, it's important for us to understand the importance. I don't think I don't think consistency gets celebrated anymore. <laughs> but you know what does get our attention? You know what does get our attention oftentimes? Inconsistency. I don't know about you, but when I take a shower, I want consistent hot water. <laughs> And the moment that water's not hot, what happens? It gets our attention. Why? Because we want consistency. 
And see, I believe in life it's the same way that, you know, I debated whether to say this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it because I think it's okay. But how about in one more example, when we go to Walmart and we've been shopping and we're trying to get in and out, you know, and you know how we are. We want to get in and out and it's hard to do that at Walmart sometimes. And what about that time when you are, you know, finished your shopping, you go up to, if you don't do the self-checkout, I usually just go to the, you know, register where they'll check you out. And... What about when we go up to the register and we, we start to check out and, and, we, and we come up with the lady that's working there that just started and she don't really know what buttons to press. And then she has to press that little button that turns a light on asking for a supervisor's help. And you're standing there like. But how about all the other times that we go through Walmart and they're Johnny on the spot, been there, got that badge, been there all these years. And, and that man, they got they, in their sleep, in their sleep. And you're like, we don't ever. Do you ever stop and say thank you for being consistent and being proficient and being come on. So what I'm trying to tell you in a culture, in a time that we're living in, church, this may not be sexy and glamorous tonight, but I'm here to tell you it will change your life. It will catapult you and promote you to the, to the place where God wants you to be. He did it for Daniel. And it was because more than anything, he just showed consistency. He was consistent. I'll show you another place in, uh, let's see, where am I at here? First Corinthians 15, I'll show, and I'll bring it to the New Testament. The Apostle Paul also had something to say about being what it means, the importance of being consistent when he was writing to the Corinthian church. He said, therefore, in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm. You see that? Or another translation says, be steadfast. What does that mean? That's not a word we use every day. That's a Bible term, but we don't use it every day. Steadfast. That word steadfast, I just saw in that steady. So he was saying to the church that he was writing to my brothers and sisters, stand firm, be steadfast, be steady. In other words, be consistent. Watch this. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. So that's really what he was saying. Stand firm. Don't let anything move you. Be steadfast, be steady, be consistent. Come on. Let's be consistent in our marriage. Let's be a consistent husband, consistent wife, a consistent friend. Come on. That's what's needed in this time that we're living in. Be consistent in our faith. That's what the Apostle Paul was saying in that. Be consistent. Be consistent in your faith. See, what separated Daniel, as we looked at tonight, was his heart, his attitude. Wasn't his giftings. It wasn't his good looks. Wasn't his education. Those things are all great and have their place. But what set Daniel apart and what sets you and I apart, church, is simply this. It's a key to moving forward. It's the key of consistency. And it's having a consistent attitude. See, and here's what I hear. You know, I know this is... Like I said, sometimes it's hard, Pastor Manny. I really try to be consistent. I want to be more consistent. I know that's the case, or you wouldn't be here tonight. I know who I'm talking to. And I know sometimes we get frustrated and we get, we get down on ourselves because we're not as consistent as we know we should be or we want to be. Well, I'm so glad you came because you're going to be encouraged tonight. See, one thing we have to understand when we talk about being consistent in our faith, it's, it's not out of duty. 
but it's out of devotion. You know, tonight marks the first uh, day of Lent. And that was just a time of just uh, uh, preparing ourselves, coming to, to, to just kind of uh, prepare ourselves for Easter is basically what that, what that tra- Jewish, Jewish tradition is. The first day of Lent of just examining our hearts and our lives and maybe is there anything we need to let go of that maybe shouldn't be there. Well, I just thought it was interesting that I'd be preaching this message on this very night, the first day of Lent. But we have to understand something. We don't do that out of duty or obligation. We do that church out of a devoted heart that just says, I just want to be consistent with God and be more consistent with God and with the things of God in my everyday life because I serve a God who's consistent. See, Daniel was able to be consistent because he knew his God was consistent. And it wasn't just a duty. It wasn't just another thing he had to check off to go pray. It was, I believe, it wasn't because of a duty. It was because of his devotion. It's what he wanted to do. See, I believe this church, it's not out of duty. It's out of devotion for us to be consistent. It's not an obligation, but watch this. It's an invitation. Have you ever thought of your prayer life of just going to the Lord by yourself in prayer instead of it being a duty or an obligation to be an invitation for your God to just meet with you, speak to you, minister to you? That's the way I believe Daniel saw it. And that's what set him apart. Do you know when he started spending time with God, he got to know God's heart. He got to know God's ways. You know what it did? It produced God's ways in his ways. He had the attitude that just set him apart. He had the heart that set him apart. And I believe that's what God desires for us. It's not an obligation. It's not a duty. But it's out of devotion. Smith Wigglesworth said this, I don't often spend more than half an hour in prayer at one time. But I never go more than a half an hour without praying. It's consistent. Being consistent. See, it's not, it's not out of obligation or not ritualistic. It's out of devotion. Out of our just simple understanding and our revelation of what it truly means. To just want to spend time with God. To want to get closer to God. To want to just be in His presence. It's not that we have to, church. Come on now. It's that we get to. Why would you not want to sit down and just spend time in God's presence? Because that's where change takes place. It really does. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. I want you to hear that. <laughs> that's what this series has been about moving forward. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. It's moving forward. I I used to work at Great Plains, that equipment rental place off the highway there going to Davis. I was there two years just working in the yard part-time. And I'm not there anymore because it was a little too hard working 10-hour days with other things I had, responsibilities. So now I'm doing something else. But I remember the two years that I was there, I just thought about this when I was looking at this for tonight. There may have been two mornings. I had to be there at 7.30 every morning, not every morning, but Monday, Tuesday, uh, Friday and Saturday, half a day. But I had to be there when I did work, the days I did work, at 7.30. I got to thinking about this. I might have been late to work in those two years, 
twice. Not perfect, but just consistent. I would say that's a pretty good track record over two years, being late to work twice. Why? Because I just wanted and understood the importance of being to work on time and being consistent. Being to work on time consistently. I heard um, about a world champion jiu-jitsu martial artist who was talking to another individual and he was talking about the different belts. You know, there's different belts that you, de- that you acquire as you learn the discipline. And the first belt, of course, is the white belt. And then as you advance in the discipline, you can work your way up to the black belt. You've heard of the black belt. Well, this world master, world champion was a seventh degree black belt. And he was asked a question. He was holding the black belt and he was holding the white belt. And he was asked a, asked a question, what is harder, the black belt or the white belt? Which one is harder to get? He said, I can tell you real quickly. It's not the black belt. It's the white belt. Because most people, when they join jujitsu and they, and they work towards the white belt, they quit and they give up. Never go any further than the white belt. And then he said, you know what the white belt is? The white belt is simply Or you know what the black belt is? It's just simply a white belt that was consistent. (laughs) Let me make sure I said that right. You know what the black belt is, is what he said? It's nothing more than a white belt that was consistent, that didn't quit and didn't give up. That's really what I'm talking about tonight, is simply just understanding the importance of consistency. And church, I believe this, the way that we can be consistent is understanding our God is consistent. I want to read you a couple more verses. Hebrews 13.8 says this. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. That tells us right there, our God is consistent. And church, if we serve a consistent God... I'll take it even a step further. Our God is consistent. He's, aren't you thankful that you woke up this morning with consistent grace and mercy? The Bible says that we, we wake up every morning. His mercies are what? New every morning. doesn't say His mercies are new every week or every other week, once a week. His mercies are, due every morning, or, or new every morning. What that means is our God is consistent. Our God is consistent in His love for you and I. His love doesn't change. When we're inconsistent, He's still consistent. I want you to hear that tonight. Even when we're not consistent, He's consistent. His love is consistent. His grace is consistent. Aren't you thankful that your forg- His forgiveness is consistent? The Bible says that if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us. Why? Because His forgiveness is consistent. His purpose for our life is consistent. His protection, His provision in our life. I'm so thankful that it's not sporadic. It's not intermittent. It's not here and there. Our God is consistent. He's a consistent God. Another place, Malachi, you don't have to turn there. I didn't even put it up on the screen. Malachi 3, God said, I am the Lord and I do not change. Can I just encourage you tonight? You got to leave with this. 
We are living, I've said this before, we're living in very uncertain, unsettling times. Times are changing. But you be encouraged tonight. God's not. His word is still the same. Heaven and earth may pass away, but my word will never pass away. Come on. He's consistent. His word is consistent. And when we are consistent in the word, we become consistent in our life. Just letting the word of God lead us and guide us. Our God is consistent. You know, we were even created. I don't know if you ever thought about this. God created you and I to be consistent. Yeah, when you look at the circulatory system of the human body, what do we learn? Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Consistent heartbeat. Boom, boom. Never, we, most of us go a whole day and never even think about that. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Consistent. How about the respiratory system? Breathe in, breathe out. Most of us go through our day and don't even think about it. Why? God made us that way. Consistent. Breathe in, breathe out. His creation is consistent. We have day, we have night, we have sunrise, we have sunset consistently. Why? Because our God is consistent. And what he creates, he creates with consistency. Come on, the tide comes in, the tide goes out. Why? Because our God is a God of consistency. In closing tonight, I want to just show you the importance of being consistent. You know, this works in every aspect of life. When I learned a little bit about investing I don't know a whole lot I'm trying to learn more but what I do know about investing when you talk to somebody that that uh, is a financial advisor a financial planner when you're looking to invest your finances invest your money oftentimes they, they, they will tell you the key to investing is you got to go into it with the understanding you got to look at it in the long haul you got to look at it over the long haul that's the key to investing. And in other words, you have to be consistent. In fact, I heard a financial planner say this. If you are 25 or younger, raise your hand. Probably nobody. Okay, right here. Right here. If you're 25 or younger online, I want you to hear this. I heard a financial planner say, if, if a 25-year-old would put $100 back in a simple Roth IRA, Put $100 back, and that's doable if you're 25. Put $100 back in a simple Roth IRA account just with the average rate of return. If you would be consistent with that every month from the age of 25 to the age of 60, that's, or 65, that's 40 years. But if that individual would be consistent in doing that every month, by the time they're 65, that individual would have accumulated close to $1 million. Did you hear that, Sienna? Josh, I wish I would have done that when I was 25. I'm 55, almost 55. I turned 55 this year. I'd only had 10 years to go. I'd have been sitting pretty up in here. But, you know, God is still faithful. But you hear what I'm saying? The key to that is consistency. Now, I'm going to close with this. I've saved the best for last. Miss LaDonna, would you throw that first picture up there for me? This, just by looking at it, you have no clue what that is. But let me help you. That is just a simple graph of a 
stock the activity of a particular stock in the stock market. Now you look at that and what do you see? You see a lot of ups and downs. You see a lot of dips. Just watch it going from bottom to top. You just see as it's, it's, it's going up, but boy, there sure is a lot of up and down. And that one went way down right there. And you know, church, that's how life is sometimes. We've been talking about that. That we go through difficult times. We go through. And sometimes it's hard, church. And that's the key. When it's hard, stay consistent. But oftentimes, what do we do? We give up. We give up on that goal. We give up on that dream. We give up on that job or that what we want to do. That, that what we really want to do. We give up on it because we just we feel like we can't do it. Why? Because there's too many ups and downs. But I'm here to tell you, church, be consistent. That's the difference between people that reach their goals and people that don't. That's the difference between people that receive and walk in all that God has for them and those that don't. Can I tell you what it is? The difference is people that reach that place in God are simply consistent with their life, with their Christian life. Not perfect, but consistent. Is that you tonight? It's my prayer that you would just let the Holy Spirit maybe show you. Maybe he already has. No condemnation, no shame in your game. But I believe we can all allow the Holy Spirit to show us some places. What are you speaking to my heart? What are some areas in my life that you're showing me that I need to be more consistent? Now watch this. I'm going to throw up another picture. A little bit different, but watch. It's actually the same graph. But what this is, this is a picture of the entire progress and activity over a nine-year span. Now watch this. This is my point. You see all of the ups and downs. You see all of the ups and downs. But over time, through consistency, when we're tempted, oh my gosh, I got to pull that money out because it's going up and down. It's going up and down. And we choose to quit and give up or maybe. But watch this. Over time and consistency, living it in there over the long haul, do you see what that does? Even though there's several dips, watch this. Over the nine-year span, there is increase. There is growth. There is multiplication. But it's all Contingent upon the fact that that money was left in there over the long haul, nine years. And as a result, there's productivity, there's growth, there's increase. It's the same way with our life. It's all about being consistent. You know, in life, we're going to have those ups and downs. I've been there. I know you have too. But here's what I'm learning, church. It's how we handle the dips. It's how we handle the dips. Because oftentimes when we have those dips come, when we have the trials come, adversity come, sometimes, church, we, we, we want to just give up and quit. But see, that's where the key of consistency comes in. And you allow the Lord to help you. And you go to Him and say, I may not understand what's going on, but I know you do. 
And I'm not going to quit and give up because you, you're consistent. Our God is consistent and we can trust him. He's trustworthy. My last scripture I'm going to read to you tonight is simply this. Psalms 119, 133. Psalms 119 has a bunch of verses in it. Verse 133, watch this in closing. Guide my steps by your word, so I will not be overcome by evil. I found another translation that I liked better that I didn't find till a little later. So I don't have it to put up on the screen, but I'll read it to you. I love this. It says, make my steps steady through your promise. I want to say that again. Make my steps steady through your promise. See, the promise is already there. Make my steps steady through your promise. The promise is already there. What the psalmist is saying here is to just, Lord, make my steps steady. What does that mean? Steady, consistent. May I just be consistent with my steps. May I be consistent with my walk. Not perfect, but I can be consistent. You can be consistent with the Lord's help. You can be consistent with His Spirit leading you. You can be consistent just like Daniel was. Daniel was even thrown in that lion's den. But you want to know what happened? God shut the mouths of those lions. Bible says he came out of there without a scratch. You know what Daniel learned in that moment? It's all about how we handle the dips. The Bible says that in that moment, Daniel just trusted in his God. Daniel knew that the God that he served was consistent. And that's what caused for him to be consistent. Pastor Manny, how do I be more consistent? I believe this is the most easiest way I can tell you before we close in prayer. I believe it's your heart tonight or you wouldn't be here. How can I be more consistent, Pastor Manny, in my life? It's by spending time with the one that is. The more time we spend with him, the more we get to know him. That's what Christianity is all about. It's not about rules. It's about relationship. The more time we spend with him, the more we learn just how consistent he is and how consistent he wants us to be. I believe that is a game changer right there. Learning the importance of consistency in our life. The importance of being steady. Lord, keep me steady. Keep my steps steady. That's how we move forward. Is to keep taking steps consistently. Come on, even when we feel like quitting. Even when we don't see all the time where we might be going. But I'm here to tell you, God is consistent. The promise has already been made. He just wants for you and I to remain steady through the promise. In other words, steady on our way to the promise. Steady, consistent is what gets us where he wants us to be. That's what helps us to move forward. Steady, consistency. 
I heard somebody say it like this before we pray. The secret to success is nothing more than consistency of purpose. It's just being consistent. Even in a time where there's a lot of inconsistency, that was Daniel's time and that was the church in Corinth's time. We don't always look at that. The churches that the Apostle Paul was writing to, the epistles in the New Testament, all of these churches that, were, that he was writing to, they were living in very difficult times. A lot of adversity. A lot of challenges. And what does Paul say to them? Here's the key to it all. You serve a consistent God. Know that all of your laboring for the Lord is not going to be in vain. Our God is consistent. And what did he say? Just stand firm, be steady, be consistent. Not perfect, but consistent. I believe that uh, you heard the word. You received that tonight. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Thank you, Jesus. It's all about being consistent. I want to just pray with you if you'll just bow your head with me. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your instruction. We thank you, Father, for loving us enough. Father, to let us know. Father, just how much you desire to do great things in our life and where you're taking us. I thank you, Father God, that I believe we're in, we are living in one of the most exciting times to be living as a Christian. Even when there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of unsettling, a lot of things happening right now. But I thank you, Father God, may we leave tonight knowing that though things may be changing, you do not change. What you've spoken over us does not change. Your plan, your purpose, your spirit in us, your calling on our life does not change. And I thank you for that, that we will be a people that will walk with that understanding. That, Father, we leave this place tonight knowing that because you are consistent, Lord, help us to be consistent as we just simply spend time with you, spend time in your word, make time so that we can see growth, progress, not perfection, but progress. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody said, amen.